Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. You also have, you also have some nice jewelry on today. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Including a nice shiny ring on her finger. Yeah. Very exciting. It's exciting. Yes. It's a dinosaur bone. It's a dinosaur bone? Yeah. It's a sapphire and a dinosaur bone. That's pretty cool. I know, right? That's very Nicola. Yeah, I love it. And very excited for you guys. Yeah. I got engaged, P.S. Did we say that? <laughs> I think it was obvious. Okay. Well, it wasn't to me. I needed to say it. Yeah. I know it always feels weird at the beginning. Yeah, super weird. Yeah. Yep, also, yep. I don't usually enjoy attention, but I could do kind of like going like this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. She's flashing it around. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, beyond that, what's new in Sarah's world? I was just going to do the actual intro to our podcast and say, oh, well, you can tell that I was another episode today. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Your Favorite F Word podcast. Nicola is fresh off her engagement vacation and just wants to shoot the shit and have a little catch up. Yeah, uh, so sue me. I miss my bestie. <laughs> but that's kind of what we're going to do today. All right. All right. All right. All right. I mean, this was Nicola's idea for this episode. Yeah, truly though. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Okay, well... Originally, we were like, we could rant about the internet and social media and how easy it is to be influenced when you're out in the wild, wild west. Mm -hmm. However, we're going to also make it, actually, this really aligns with what you like to do in podcasts, which is make it useful and give takeaways. Right. are also going to chat about ChatGPT, which is everywhere right now. So sorry that this is just another podcast talking about it, but we are talking about it in a way that can relate to your nutrition and how you can utilize it to save yourself some serious time and brain power. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The internet is wild right now. Mm -hmm. Like it is actually insane. ChatGPT, TikTok, like social media in general there is just so much happening um and it's like I don't you're not on TikTok are you no but it's, sometimes I think maybe I should just to follow different therapists because ther apparently therapists oh. just like pop off on TikTok interesting I haven't had any come up in in my for you page Ooh. um I don't know I don't know what it is about TikTok's algorithm but literally like it sucks you in like it's so hard to stop watching and it's the dumbest shit like it's the dumbest shit like how is it exciting for us to watch someone make their bed what yes like there'll be like these videos of people getting ready in the morning or making their bed and it's like cut into like these different 
Like it's just like cut into short clips. Okay. Or they will be like opening an Amazon package and it's like the ASMR, like they have the microphone oh. right up where they're like, and it's just like, you're just drawn in. So this is, you're getting an inside look into what Sarah's brain enjoys. This is where she derives her dopamine. I'm sad about it though. I don't want to fucking get my dopamine from that. And the fact that we as a society are in this position where like, that's what we're doing with our time. Yeah. It's it's just wild. Tragic. There's some like, I keep getting, this says a lot about me, but I keep getting an ad on Instagram for this app that like gets you off social media and like stops you from going on it. And it said something like, um, with the average like time people of our generation spend on their phones, we're basically staring at our screen for 22 years of our life by the time we die. And I was like, what? That can't be possible. (laughs) That is wild. That's wild. A little shocking so maybe while we're talking about how to utilize the interwebs to your advantage today maybe we also take this as a grain of salt to back the fuck off yeah phone uh and go for a walk and enjoy some vitamin d and friendship yes 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 and a coffee yeah and i would like that right now yeah yeah Um, i would also like that right now for you and for me to be together together yeah Preferably in Victoria, where the weather is a little bit nicer than here. Yeah, it's so nice. The cherry blossoms be blossoming. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something, and now I forgot what it was. Something along the lines of... I have no fucking clue. Of how the internet has wronged you recently? Yeah. Just, like, how <laughs> dependent we are on our phones. And, like, tied to them, you know? Yeah. It just is sad. It is. But also on the flip side of that, things like ChatGPT are making, I mean, there's lots of like problematic shit that can come up with ChatGPT. Um, Maybe we'll leave the problematic stuff out for another day um, and the ranting. But today we're going to talk about how to use it to your advantage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very smart. It's very smart. So I don't know if, I I have to assume everybody's heard of it, but if you haven't utilized it yourself or like played around with it, it is like a a new type of AI. It's called generative AI. And so it just like crowdsources the interwebs and basically like fills in the blanks. It's like a language predicting model or Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. I'm not a scientist. Um, And so it doesn't work like Google in the sense that it's not a search engine, but it directly like replies to your inquiries based on the type of things you ask it so getting comfortable asking it questions is a lot different than you would be used to when you're typing an inquiry into google because you're not Mm -hmm. trying to find like a source to something you're trying to get like literally a single response answer to your query Mm -hmm. so it does take a little bit of like finessing to know the style of things to ask it um like how to be creative and Um, What I think is the coolest is like, it'll give you initial response. And if you don't like it or want to change it or want to specify it at all, you can keep having the conversation with it and it continues to learn based on your feedback. Mm -hmm. And so you can get a really niche response, which is why it's really cool when we're talking about nutrition and meal prep, because it can do a lot of things and probably a ton more that we haven't thought of. So it might be something you want to play around with if you're feeling a little like stuck with what to eat or how to go about your meal prep. 
we'll mm-hmm. talk about life. Cool. I was just thinking about giving some other examples of things that it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brad uses it a lot in his business. He Brad's like the biggest nerd and he like geeks out over this stuff. Like he loves talking about it. Um, but things like he's said, he's used it to set up when they have team meetings, it will record and transcribe their team meeting. And then it will automatically assign tasks in Asana to like what they're talking about. So if they're like, staff okay. needs to do this, it will automatically assign a task in Asana. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. It has to use an integration called Zapier. Yeah. But it's like done that. It can yeah. write website code for you. It can. Um, so I was talking to Brad about uh, creating more blog posts and all of the resources that we already have in our resource portal. Mm-hmm. It could take those and create blog posts out of them like we could just paste it in there and it would write it in a way that like is um google whatever seo optimized and shit Mm -hmm. like that like it's so crazy Mm -hmm. and like on the less like business format um there's been a lot of people who have been using it to get like affirmations and almost like as a form of therapy. Like if they've been feeling a certain type of way, typing in like, hey, what would you say to a person who is like feeling a little like emotionally raw today or feeling a little depressed or looking for some advice in X or Y um, category? And so we've actually like talked about it in school a lot in terms of like, could it replace us as therapists or what are like the ethics behind it? Yeah. Um, you need another human to have a therapeutic relationship and feel like you can make change or is something like talking to an AI good enough and it's really interesting like there is so much you can do and I think it's just important to recognize like it's still AI it's not a sentient being and if you're comfortable with that and recognize that it's fallible like we'll talk about is it's since it's crowdsourcing off the interwebs since we know that there's a lot of misconceptions and shit out there, there's a lot yeah. of wrong information. It takes that wrong information. It's, it doesn't sift through and fact check. And so mm-hmm. you might find yourself getting some wrong information and we just need to be mindful of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, let's talk about how we can utilize it with our nutrition. Okay. So I think maybe what we'll focus on is like the process of meal prep which I think for a lot of people is really challenging, whether they're, they have dietary restrictions, whether they're cooking for a family, whether they're kind of new to cooking or don't like it. It's just like, it gets overwhelming when we're like, what do we eat? How much of things do we need? How do we create a grocery list from that? How do we portion things? What are the serving sizes? So we know it'll last us all week. Is it going to be fucking tasty? And then add on to that if we're tracking macros or if we have like a specific fat loss goal or something like that where we need specific things that just further complicates the process and so what we've kind of discovered with chat gpt is that it can really help streamline that process you've mostly discovered that so i'm gonna ask you questions because i haven't played around with this at all okay well why don't you ask okay i'll tell you about what i've learned okay so when it comes to meal prep, um, what, what kind of things would you ask it? Mm. Okay. So I would consider, wait, let me take that back when it comes to meal planning. So say, I don't know what I want to eat this week. 
Mm-hmm. How can I use GPT to help me figure that out? Okay. So I guess from that, we'll assume that you don't have like a menu created. So you need some recipe ideas. Mm-hmm. You probably need to work out how many servings you need, how many people you're feeding, any dietary restrictions. So if you go into chat GPT, you could say something like, let's start out with something like pretty basic. Um, what are five tasty recipes I can easily make for two people? So then it's going to generate a little bit of a response. And again, like it, the first response you get back from it is going to be pretty generic. Yeah. Like they're probably going to be pretty simple recipes. So like here it's um, writing some things now. Actually, these sound fucking bomb. So the first one is like, here are five tasty recipes that can be easily cooked for two people. Number one, creamy garlic shrimp, sauteed peel shrimp. And it kind of gives you like a little rundown of how you would make it. Mm-hmm. Second one, pan seared salmon. Again, gives you a little idea of what to serve it with. Chicken fajitas, one pot pasta, beef stir fry. So say you were like, cool, those all sound good. But you're like, I suck at cooking. You might say, okay, how would I cook those? What are the steps to cook those? And then it's going to reply very kindly and say, sure, here are the steps for each one of those recipes. And it literally will go through step by step for how to cook. And like, yes, we love a good like recipe blog site with all of these. But this is like a one-stop shop. So you don't have to navigate all these different recipes. You could just have a million tabs open. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to listen to the ads or read about someone's like experience in Italy and how they learned about mashing tomatoes with their feet to make the best pasta sauce. (laughs) Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh. Who knows with food bloggers? They love to tell you a good story. Yeah. Anyway, so right now ChatGPT is giving me the instructions to make all of those recipes. And once it's done, I'm going to be like, yo, what are the ingredients? And please create a grocery shopping list. Right. So what I think is the coolest about this is it combines all five of these recipes now and makes you one list. So if there's any overlapping ingredients, it's just going to add those. So if there's chicken in like three recipes, it's going to take that into account and give you the total sum of chicken you'll need for all three recipes. So you don't have to do that math for you, which I think is like maybe one of the coolest things. Yeah. And that's because you told it that you need it for two people. Yeah. So I'm going to say, write me a grocery list for all five recipes and it's gonna be like sure yeah see it said sure here's a grocery list for all five recipes and so now it's tallying okay I need a pound of shrimp I need two salmon fillets pound of chicken breast cup of rice bell peppers and so then you have this list and now you can cross-reference with like what you've already got at home because you probably already have rice you've probably already got some of the seasonings the butter um maybe some of the produce and now you can kind of like copy and paste this like say into your notes on your phone and bingo bango you're good to go um some comments I've had from clients too is like okay sweet I also want to stick to a budget so like I need to keep things simple um so if we wanted to kind of estimate how much this would cost to see if it would fall in our budget I'm gonna say please tell me how much this would cost this is actually wild yeah it's really cool And of course, again, it's an estimate. 
Um, but what I do like is it gives you that caveat. So it's like the cost of the grocery list for these recipes will vary depending on where you live, the season, and where you shop. However, I can provide you with a rough estimate based on national averages in the United States. Keep in mind that prices may vary depending on your location. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Again, this is an estimate. Anyway, so it said for um, this seems like very low, honestly, but it said to make all of those recipes, it'll be around 50 to $60, depending on the prices in your area. So there's a lot of meat uh, in these recipes. Yeah. So I'm really curious about that, but it is what it is. You could probably yeah. go far farther and specify, like if I was shopping in Canada, mm -hmm. um, I bet you could do that. But in the interest of time, we won't necessarily do that. But this is an idea of like just how specific you can be with prompts if you are unsatisfied with the response it's given you. Could you ask it now? Like I have a budget of X amount, like lower. So say, hey, Ooh, my okay. budget's $40 what can I adjust to make this more budget friendly? Would it spit something out? We're lucky that my typing seems to be really good today. I'm fast. Okay, cool. It said, certainly here are a few adjustments you could make to make it more budget friendly. Replace the shrimp with cooked frozen shrimp or canned shrimp. Delicious. Ugh. Alternatively, you could use a cheaper protein source like chicken or tofu. Use frozen vegetables instead of fresh. They're often cheaper and have a longer shelf life. Replace the salmon fillets with canned salmon. Use regular pasta instead of linguine or spaghetti. Um, use a cheaper cut of beef. Use dry herbed instead of fresh ones. Um, nice. da, 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 da. By making these adjustments, you can likely bring down the cost to fit your $40 budget. So that's really fucking cool. Amazing. <laughs> Even if you're like not necessarily like sticking to a budget each week, it's kind of cool to like get those ideas on how to make some changes um, depending on like what's going on. For sure. Like yeah. now I'm thinking, what if I said, write me a Costco grocery list? Right. You yeah, know, like nice. would things change? Would they say, you know, maybe yeah. don't because you don't need that much shrimp or yeah. whatever. <laughs> okay. But with that in mind, let's move on. Cause I think there's some other cool things we can kind of cover here. Okay. Um, so once we've got like a total cost, um, let's talk about what it would be like if you were either a client of ours who was tracking macros or someone else who was, you know, being mindful of your intake, wanted to have things macro friendly for whatever, um, you were working with. Um, we can write in something like what is the macronutrient breakdown per serving of each recipe? So Nicola made a note to have the caveat here and already talked about this a little bit, but there, there might be a margin of error here. Mm -hmm. So this is a great way to, when you're doing your planning, see if these are going to make sense in terms of like how your meals typically break down. Right. Um, or maybe, you know, two of them are super high in fat. So maybe you're not making those two on the same day or something like that. Um, so this is more of like a general support and not like super specific. We're still going to want to be tracking those if our nutrition goals require that accuracy. For sure. Like, especially if you're not going to follow their recipe exactly. Mm -hmm. And they say things like it's a chicken breast. Well, cool. How many ounces is that chicken breast? Like right. that can throw you off a lot. 
Um, but it does it pretty quickly and it gives you a breakdown. It's so it separates it by recipe and then says the total calories, the fat per serving, carbohydrates, and protein. So again, like it's missing fiber. So you might want that. I could maybe say, like, what about fiber? Let's see if it does that. Here are the approximate fiber contents. Yeah. So again, um, it can go that far. I'm also curious now too, if you could take a recipe you found online and wanted to recreate, but say it didn't have the macros and you just want to see like, Hey, would this be a good one? Um, I bet, I bet you could do that too, where you just copy and paste a recipe and say, can you estimate the macronutrients for this recipe per serving? Yeah. Um, so that could be helpful too. If you are using like one of the fancy food blogs Mm -hmm. that doesn't list the macronutrients. Right. Um, another thing I just thought of is maybe if you know what kind of macro breakdown you want in your meals. So what if you said, make me a, make me a lunch recipe that has 30 grams of protein, 40 grams of carbs and 15 grams of fat. Would you say 30 grams of protein? Yeah. 40 grams of carbs, 10 grams. Please. <laughs> I like to be polite to polite. the AI because yeah. when they come alive, then they won't try and murder me first. Well, that's like when I ask Siri to do something for me, like I'll always be like, remind me tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And she'll be like, okay, thank I'll you. remind you. And I'm like, thank you. She's like, you're welcome, Sarah. <laughs> Never says you're welcome. Okay. Damn. Okay. So cool. Here's a recipe that should meet your requirements. Chicken and quinoa bowl. Ingredients, four ounces boneless chicken, half a cup quinoa, quarter of a cup black beans, avocado, cherry tomatoes, chopped red onion, olive oil, balsamic vinegar. That sounds fucking bomb. Yum. And then it gives you instructions and then it gives you the approximate macro breakdown. And then it even gives you a little, a little nice note at the end. This recipe should make a delicious and nutritious lunch that meets your requirements. You can also customize it by adding other vegetables or spices based on your preferences. I fucking love this thing. Yeah. So that's really, really cool. Um, and you could say, I don't like quinoa. What else is there? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and it doesn't say anything rude like, you picky bitch. Yeah. yeah. Says, if you don't like quinoa, so there's no judgment in chat GBT. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's some there's some ways to utilize it pretty freaking cool. Um, are there any other like tips or things we need to keep in mind when we're using it? Yeah, I think go in with the idea that you're going to have to give it some feedback and some different prompts. So it's probably not going to come out with exactly what you're looking for the first time, but it's very good. It's probably the best at taking feedback better than you or I, that's for sure. Yeah. It doesn't have an ego at this point, I don't think. So you can ask away. Um, But I would say be very specific. Like the more detail you give, the better your outcome is going to be. And I think if you can be creative with this, you're going to have a better result. So if you're looking for recipes, do things like I'm looking for recipes with these specific ingredients, or I'm looking for recipes, keeping in mind that I'm cooking for a celiac, or I really like Thai cuisine right could you include that flavor profile um or I hate mushrooms whatever it is um so I think like being creative and being specific are going to be really helpful Mm -hmm. um 
and then just like that idea of like it's not going to be a hundred percent accurate especially when we're talking about like the macro breakdown or the budgeting um and so just the caveat that you shouldn't take this as the end all be all right it's like anything else it's one tool in the box and it's a nice little support piece if meal planning and coming up with meals is something that you tend to struggle with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's interesting too I've like mentioned this to a few of my clients now um and it feels like okay what are you doing as a coach then if I can't ask you for a meal but you're telling me to go like use chat GPT and it's one of those things where it's like I can absolutely help you with this but how much faster is it for you to do this and I don't have all the insights about like your taste preferences or like your kids taste preferences like those are details that are probably a lot more efficient for you to type in there Mm -hmm. um internet has got way more resources than I do in my tiny little brain yeah yeah and our role as coaches stems far beyond helping people figure out what to eat Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um because that's an interesting maybe that's a conversation we can have another day about like what does this look like from a coaching perspective Mm -hmm. Um, cause I did see a post the other day from a strength coach that was like pretty soon chat GPT is going to be able to write a progressive overload yeah. strength program, you know? So like, where, where's the coach's role at that point? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's an interesting conversation. Right. Um, and same thing. I think if you're like a macro based coach, could chat GPT become your coach? Could mm-hmm. you say, Hey, you know, these are my logs from today and put all your data or sorry, your logs from the week. Um, since I'm like headed in a fat loss direction, I've lost this much weight. Like what should my new macros be? This right. Week? I need to stay the same. And I'm curious, like, this is something we can do on our own time, but like, would it say, you know, Hey, we actually need to be a lot more consistent. I noticed there's a lot of meals eaten out this week. Um, you know, you had a lot of alcohol. I'm talking about myself right now. (laughs) And is it going to give you that feedback or is it just going to be like, cool, let's drop your calories? Right. Yeah. So interesting. The nuances end. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is very smart, but it's definitely not a human. And like how much of that, like critical thinking Mm -hmm. and like information to application, how much does it actually possess? It's tough. And same thing with like that human connection, like can AI hold you accountable or do you need a human to hold you? Right. Right. Yeah. AI being like, look, bitch, you need to get your shit together. (laughs) Like you're just like, okay, there's not actually like a person on that end. Or like, I think part of the accountability piece is like that connection that you have with someone and like wanting to make them proud. Right. For some people, at least that's how I am. Yeah. So like, does someone care about making AI? Crowd or like what AI thinks of them, you know. Maybe if you like got really close to it and like named yeah. it and stuff. I don't know. Also like, terrifying. You anthropomorphize it. Yeah. 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 You know? Interesting. Anyways, that's interesting. Um, last kind of comment here is I did use it to try and calculate my TDE and compared it to um like TDE websites. And it came up with around the same calories. So I typed in like my age, my activity level, my weight, um, and just said like, I'm looking for my TDEE. I'm just trying to maintain my weight. What does this look like? And the calories it gave me were approximately the same. But what I thought was really cool about ChatGPT is it showed me the steps it was taking to calculate it. So it was like, we're going, I would love to have like these factors or these 
these bits of information gives you the caveat that like this is going to vary depend on depending on a lot of different factors mm-hmm. but uh, a good way to calculate um, a, an estimate is to use like the Harris Benedict equation so then it gives you the equation it shows you the math it's doing um, and then at the end again gives you another caveat that like remember like this is just an estimate mm-hmm. um, we won't know for sure if this is appropriate for you if you're trying to use this to then lose weight or whatever you should definitely like talk to a health practitioner or someone who has more information so I did like that um when I was just using a TDE calculator, it was like, here's your maintenance calories. If you wanted to lose weight though, this is what you could do. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't really ask you for that though. Thanks. Yeah. 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 It has a little bit more nuance tied into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. It was neat. So you could definitely use it for that if you are in a position where you're interested in figuring that out, but aren't in a position to have a coach mm-hmm. um, to work on that with you. That could be something to consider switching to. So there's our little chat GPT conversation. Something our that chat I literally, GPT yeah, our chat GPT, chat chat, did never, never thought that we would be having this conversation on the podcast. Like right? that's just where the world is going. Like, guess what we podcasted about today? Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, oh my god, tell me everything. <laughs> he'll be like, you have no idea. Yeah, he'll be like, you are actually simpletons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, let's Anyways. do a fuck yes and fuck no really quick. And then we got to okay. get on another call. Fuck yes. Vitamin D. Oh, Literally life-changing. Like food is sunlight in the past two days. Yeah. Yeah. Sunlight specifically. Yeah. yeah. Yes. D on my face. D on my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Okay. 100%. Um, so I need a fuck no. Mm-hmm. Hmm. let me look around the room here <laughs> okay I've got a fuck no okay sandy floors oh from your vacay yeah and then yeah. the sand is on your feet yeah and they've been like encouraging Brandon I wear slippers around the house so I don't have to worry about getting into bed and bringing the sand in right but Brandon has to do this like shuffle thing with his feet to get all the sand off before bed and yet right. there's still sand in the bed and that I is know. horrible I hate oh, that. Comes in the bed. Yucky. Yeah. But you also anyway, got to go on vacation. So that's yeah, fucking <laughs> That's nice. pros and cons. Yeah. 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 There, there's always. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was a very beachy themed fuck yes and fuck no. And it was. We'll leave it at that. Okay, everyone. Get Hope that was helpful. If you want to chat about ChatGPT and help you improve your meal prep game. Okay, see you all later. Bye. Bye.